You're listening to WGSN DB, Going Solo Network, Singles Talk Radio Channel, where we take a lighthearted and candid approach to discussions on the journey of relationship loss, divorce, parenting, being single, relationships building, dating, and yes, sex. Join our listeners and begin living your best life. Good evening. Welcome to uh, WGSNDB, Going Solo Network Radio. I'm your host of The Barbershop, Dr. Christopher Salute. You are watching The Barbershop. Today, we're going to chat specifically about a topic that I find interesting. It's called passion versus self-care. You like that? You like the little mug I have? It's a Batman mug. And it's got a cape on it. How friggin' cool is that, right? Uh, somebody that I was with, uh, who's, who was a very special person, it didn't work out. Uh, she's really, she's a, she's a sweet person. Uh, she got me a care package once, says, you know, just having like a very, it was a very important week for me, and it was cool. Um, she got me that mug, and I figured, you know what? It's the perfect mug when I'm feeling like a superhero to, uh, you know, to, to, to exemplify that. So, why are we talking about passion versus self-care? Well, I think that sometimes they can actually kind of, what's the word? Um, they can conflict. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Before we talk about that today, I want to just talk about a few things. Um, as you may or may not know, if you watched last week's show, there was a certain person in my life who was very special for a significant period of time. And uh, she's going through some health concerns, uh, some health stuff. I, I, why, like, I'm like a writer and I have a doctorate and you would think that I could think of words and then I forget words, but she's going through some health stuff. Um, again, if you know this person personally, hopefully you've donated to the GoFundMe. I made a donation as well anonymously so as not to bother her. Uh, I've been praying for her. I don't ever expect to hear from her. We didn't really end in a, in a good place, but um, it doesn't mean that I, I don't want to her to, to live a healthy life. So, uh, you know, if you can say a couple of extra prayers for this person, I think it would be, you know, really valuable. Uh, and I think the more people who are praying for this person, the better, uh, they really do need it. Uh, so, so please, please do that. Um, a couple other things I want to mention. I'm, I love, I love promoting my brands. I'm wearing uh, kill collection from, from Queens closet and ocean born uh, two really awesome brands that I'm, I'm uh, trying to support. Uh, I bought the clothes. I bought these specific items. So it's not like I got free stuff to, to share it, but you know, I got some other free stuff, but um, figured, you know, why not? Uh, and a couple other things too, you know, I always like to check in with what's going on in, in my life to let you know what I've been up to uh, tonight. I'm probably going to have a cigar and go to sleep early because I'm exhausted. Uh, we're putting Fabuplus to print soon. Uh, Bold is on its way out to subscribers at the moment. Uh it's just been a crazy couple of couple of weeks. Uh, hiring some sales reps got a really cool new sales rep who I'm super excited about. She's really passionate. Um, she's just like a really cool woman, super strong, and like I'm really excited to work with her. Uh, been doing a lot of writing, doing finishing my real estate course. Finally, it's been a year. Uh, but you know that said, you know if you ever want to get involved with an advertisement here at WGSN, if you want to promote yourself on this show, we do get some of my shows hit. You know. 
I mean, several hundred the first night, and then like we've hit thousands before. So uh, you know, feel free. It's not that expensive to to, to put an ad up on WGSN, uh, and also. I mean, we'll wrap in an ad at Bold or, or Fabby Plus as well. So feel free to hit me up, and I'm not I'm not shameless. I don't care. I want I want to get I want to get paid so I can put money back into my retirement account, which is in these companies. So uh, feel free. But that said, uh, those are couple those are my my few disclaimers on on what's going on with my life. I want to talk to you today about passion versus self care, and you know i I always start with a a movie or a show or something like that but i i'm I'm gonna curtail that for a second i want to talk about why these specific items in my opinion can conflict and why i'm specifically talking about them because i'm not saying passion versus apathy i'm not saying self-care versus selfishness right i'm why are passion and self-care at odds at the moment in my brain and why are we talking about them on this show right Let's talk about it. So, and on the other end, I'm going to also click on the show because I want to watch live and I want to see if anybody is commenting so I can read the comments. But wait, you know what? Oh, I see. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to click. Like, will I ever, like, really though, will I ever just be on topic? Can I just ever, like, and like, I went to a psychiatrist once who was like, you don't have ADHD or you don't have ADD. Um, You sure about that, bro? pretty sure can't keep my brain working at any point. So um, anyway, I clicked on the show. So now we can see if anybody comments. Uh, so why are we, why are these two things in conflict? I think that there are many, there are very many folks who feel as though when you're passionate about someone, when you love someone, you need to put them first before you. And I also believe there's another half of the population. I do. I actually think there might be a 50-50 split on this. I don't have the data on this. Who feel that I need to love myself more than you because I can't properly love you unless I've loved myself, unless I've, I've given myself the self-care that I need to give myself. We're going to find out the answer today. Are we really going to find out the answer? Do we ever find out the answer? We never do, right? We always come to a point where we figure out, oh, it kind of depends on blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe that's the answer tonight, but let's get there together. You know, we kind of think about, um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Can I start? Wait, where's the button for the Darn Watch Party? Feeling, activity, tag friends, can't be combined, GIF, more. Watch Party? Oh, where's your, you're not giving me the Watch Party I hate you guys. Why can't I do a watch party? Maybe I can't do a watch party on there. Maybe I could do a watch party on here. Like, do you see me? Like, do you, I don't have ADHD. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if I can do a watch party on here. Hold on. Um, passion versus self care. Hold on. Let's let's put this on mute so that we're not. Let's see. Share. It's not giving me the watch party thing. What if I share it and see what happens? Yeah. Right post. Come watch. Um, and let's see if maybe it'll. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, dude. Like the watch party thing is just not. I like the watch parties because then I get to like talk to my friends, but it's all right. If y'all want to comment, comment. Love to hear what you have to say. Comment so that I can like have something to bounce off of, you know? It's a lot of fun that way. Well, it looks like I froze over there, but all right, we're in good shape. Uh, so anyway, 
so why are they in conflict? Why are they in a in in my brain not you know are, are they potentially at odds? I think that sometimes when people ask you for passion, they're specifically asking you to put them first. Is that a bad thing? No, it is not. Can it happen all the time? Like you could tell I'm not, I'm still conflicted. Can it happen all the time? Could, it could. Should it happen all the time? We got to explore this. Let's talk about it. Okay. So I, this is one, the, by now, what we're, we're 10 minutes into the, into a 45 minute show by now, I'd have already had my answer and I, I would be leading us down that path. This is something that I'm really conflicted on. We're going to go through my movie slash TV show example. We're going to go through some examples in my life. I'd love to hear from you. If you're watching, tell me what you're thinking. Tell me if you've got some examples and and let's figure it out. So let me give you my first uh, TV show example. And this was one, I, you know, like they always come to me. I was like thinking about it all week. I, I planned my shows out a couple of weeks in advance. Uh, so I was thinking about it all week about, you know, what movie or TV show example I was going to I was going to put forth because like I tend to use the same movies over and over. And I was like, do I really want to keep doing this? Is this I think this is the format. I think we're doing this right. This is what we do. So I've been watching, don't laugh, I've been watching Doogie Howser almost every morning. So part of my self-care routine that my uh, dear friend and life coach has, has kind of got me onto, I wake up around five every morning. Uh, something new I've been doing is, is because it's been hard for me to wake up in the dark. Uh, Nevada stays dark until about 6, 630. Uh, I have been... Pop it up, do something physical, go to the gym, 20 minutes, nothing crazy. Do some abs, do some stretching, come back, take a shower. Or what I really love is I'll take Joker for a little walk and, you know, we'll get some, some guy time. I don't take my phone, talk about things, talk about life, uh, and we come back and then I'll hop in the shower. Uh, then I typically pick up a book or two. The Bible is always one of them. And then either, you know, maybe Jesus daily or, uh, I'm reading that book attached. I'm almost done with, I'm reading, uh, Timory's book called the pledge of allegiance, which is incredible. I'm reading another great book, uh, called, uh, the pink elephant in the room, which is by a dear friend named Janice Gassum. So good, some good books. And I, I think it's fine. This is part of my self care. Don't judge me. I do meditate through in the morning, but, uh, I watch TV and I'm going to tell you why, because, I work a good a good day for me, and and I mean this. I mean this in a way like I don't want you to feel bad for me. A good day, a day in which I feel good. I am working from five forty probably in the morning until nine p.m. I am working the whole day. I am stopping to maybe have one of my shakes because I love, you know, my isogenic shakes or my you know my protein shakes. I'm stopping maybe to have a meal, or you know I'll call my mom or I'll call my dad or you know whatever. I'll talk to my roommate because he and I, are, you know, have, have a great relationship, but I am not, um, that's a great day for me. So when I get to watch some TV in the morning, that is self-care. So I'll watch a half an hour of Doogie Howser and it is just fantastic. Now, lately I've been thinking to myself, I want to do a full TikTok series on this. What if I like watch these things for the first time, like at 36 years old, like, 
He's a doctor and a kid. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. He's, he's driving a car. You know, like, I just think that'd be funny. Anyway, there's an episode of Doogie Hauser that I watched literally. It was like two, three days ago. So I was, I was stuck until then. You know, this kid, Vinny, right? Vinny, uh, Vinny, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vinny, the, the best friend, right? And he's dating Janine. And, you know, the whole thing with Vinny is he's trying to have sex, right? He's trying to have a sexual evening. And I mean, this is going on for three seasons. First of all, the funny thing about this is like now, these guys are like 18, 19 years old. Never would have happened. The kids are having sex like 13, 14. It's disgusting. It's terrible. We need to, we need to chill out. Okay. And I don't, I don't mean that in a conservative way. You, you at 13, 14 years old, don't even know where your heart, like you don't even know what your feelings are. Like you're not ready for that. Like you, you're just not ready. Anyway, so he's trying to have sex with Janine. And and to be honest, I was wondering throughout the series, because I'm rewatching the series, going, man, like, you know, what's the deal physically? Like, does she not, you know, what's going on? Well, in this is a heavy episode. Uh, she discloses that, you know, you want to hear the funny thing? It doesn't happen until about two-thirds of the way in the episode. She doesn't actually say the word. Nobody says the word. But she was assaulted. She was sexually assaulted. She was somebody had forced her to have sex. And that makes up I mean it you figure it out. That's why she clams up. That's why she pushes him away. That's why he feels like he's getting mixed signals. Because she she's she is she's confused. She wants him physically. She's attracted to him, but she doesn't want the sex because she doesn't feel a deserving of it. B like, it's a good thing. It could be, it could be painful for her. Like she doesn't, you know, there's so many things going on there. Right. And now she's got a conflict. And even by the end of the episode, she doesn't disclose to him what's going on. Now she does take some time on Doogie's recommendation and she goes to, to a sexual assault help group. And she starts to, I think, does she disclose or she just listens? I think she just listens, but she at least takes that step, right? Why am I bringing this up when I'm talking about passion versus self-care? Here's a guy, Vinny, in Doogie Hauser, who thinks that she is lacking passion for him in A, there's two times, A, in not having sex with him, right? Not having an intimate relationship with him. And then B, by the end of the even, but evening, see where my head's at. I'm ready for sleep. By the end of the episode, not disclosing to him what happened. What's the reason for that particular issue, right? And she is choosing self-care over that passion for him, meaning she needs to to get her brain and her heart and her and her body in a place where she can accept that physical intimacy and not link it with the assault that she has experienced. Now, would it help to have that conversation with Vinny? It could, but that's not where she's at right now. Where she's at right now is, 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 is still identifying with what happened, how it happened. She didn't even call it like, she doesn't even call it sexual assault at first. Like she doesn't even know what to call it. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a problem that you've got to work on, that you've got to fix. I have a problem. I don't know if that's the right word. That's something that you need to think about. Yeah, you know? And then you can move forward with whatever 
that, you know, you, whatever you're thinking, whatever your next step in the plan is, right? And so I thought that was a really interesting episode. Uh, by the end of the episode, she still doesn't disclose. She says to him, which I like, she says to him, one day I'll be ready to tell you everything. And when that happens, like you'll know or some, something like that. But for now, what you need to know is I just can't. And I won't. And what I like about this, and this isn't a requirement, but I do like that she does this part of this. She she cares for her partner enough to say, but you are sexy. Like, And she she starts to list the things about Vinny that are sexy. Now, I think that's important because Vinny, throughout the whole episode, A, thought, well, number, number one, he thought he wasn't desirable, right? Number two, she... I, I, redo she did disclose that she had had sex prior and he thought it was consenting sex because 1991 tv show you just wouldn't imagine that somebody could be sexually assaulted right sexually assaulted there's a lot of problems with this show okay first of all the whole show doogie how we might have to do a whole show on this doogie like cheats on wanda his girlfriend like three different times before he finally breaks it off with her bro like okay just let it go, man. You want to be a, a, a single dude? Be a single dude, right? Two, there's a specific episode which I despise where it's all about fat phobia. There is this gorgeous – it's Wanda, so Doogie's girlfriends. Wanda's uh, cousin who is from, I think, Miami or something like that. And then he's like, oh, this babe's from <laughs> – let, let's not even get started on that. This babe's from Miami. She's going to be exotic. And then he walks down the stairs to meet her for a double date, and she's fat. Okay? Again, if you've ever watched my show before, you know fat's not a bad word in my house. Okay? So she's fat. She's fat, and she happens to be super hot. When I say super hot, I mean super hot. Okay? This girl is cute as hell. Okay? I think they're like 16, 17. I would have totally asked this girl out to the prom. She's olive skin. got a great smile. got beautiful curly hair. This girl is dope looking. Okay? The whole episode is about how uh, uh, Doogie Hauser totally owes Vinny one for like the rest of his life because he made him go out with a fat girl. Okay. Let's like calm yourself. Calm down, everybody. Okay? There's a lot of problems with that show. It's a great show. It's dated. It's 30 years old. But anyway, I did like that that kind of um, example of the self-care versus passion. Was she passionate about Vinny? Yeah. She she wanted him physically. But she had to self-care. She had to care for herself. Now, imagine if the, this went the other way. Okay? Sorry. I got I to gotta get some Batman water. You know, I have a uh, somebody important in my life who keeps telling me to drink water. And... Uh, the more water you drink, it's like the more you have to drink. Like I was fine before. Now it's like I'm constantly drinking water. Thanks a lot. But um, so where was I? Oh, okay. So <laughs> so she – imagine it went the other way. Imagine that Vinny said, I want to sleep with you. I want to be intimate with you. I want to have an intimate relationship with you. I want to have an intimate night with you. And she didn't put herself first and her needs first. What could have happened? Well, sure, it would have been a great night, maybe for one, maybe for one of them, maybe. You don't know what kind of reaction she could have. She could have cried. She could have thrown him off him. She could have slapped him. She could have been. She could have. I mean, sometimes physically, 
physically your body will react in a way that's that's not sexy like you could dry up in a way like when that happens because you're you're not ready for that that would have been painful for everyone and not sexy at all would it have been romantic no i mean it's just not you know what i mean she's not ready to disclose these things yet she's not ready to have that conversation yet right so it's just not as much as she's passionate about this man her self-care tells her she does need to take a step back and make sure that she is okay right now imagine this happened and maybe none of those things happened maybe it was an okay night and it felt good and they enjoyed they enjoyed let's say they both enjoyed it physically what would have happened after if a couple of things happened? She had second thoughts about it. Right away, I'm I'm already I'm distraught. I'm upset as a man that 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 my partner did that for me and then had second thoughts. I would feel like complete trash garbage. Okay, and there's nothing that, I didn't know. It's not even my fault, right? Vinny's a little bit of a horn dog and he pushes a little too much, so you know maybe it's his fault a little bit. Number two, she, she, maybe she doesn't have second thoughts. Maybe she's okay. But then she discloses to Vinny her hesitation was because of her sexual assault. Vinny might have had second thoughts. Vinny might want, have wanted to know that before engaging in that activity. There's a conversation that you probably want to have, right? But then again, is it his right to know? I mean, there's so many questions that need to be answered with this passion versus self-care thing. And in that episode specifically, but we're at 22 minutes on the hour. I always like to take a break around 20 minutes. If this is your first time or you're a millionth time watching, you know what we do. We are taking a quick 30 second break. CC and the ones and twos just either puts in a commercial slot or just gives me a 30 second break so that we can roll commercials when we run this on Spotify and Siri and, and all the other things, uh, the things that it runs on all the podcast stations. OK, so that being said, you are listening to WGSN DB Going Solo Network Radio. I'm your host of the barbershop, Dr. Christopher Salute. We are talking about passion versus self-care tonight. And when we get back from the break, I'm going to give you some not so funny examples from my life. I hope that you are learning from my mistakes because somebody needs to. Let's take a break. We'll see y'all in a little bit. And you're watching WGSN, The Barbershop. Hello, I'm Cece Schatz, and I'd like to welcome you to Going Solo Network, number one complete singles connection. We strive to connect singles in a positive and fun way. Together, singles will begin to make new and lasting friendships, learn more about themselves, and embrace our new today lifestyle of going solo. Being single doesn't mean you have to be alone, and you can live a full, fun life, bringing your vibration to a higher level of attraction. Going Solo Network is an interactive social support singles community with several platforms helping singles connect with other like-minded individuals. We cover things like relationship loss, divorce recovery, embracing being single, single parenting, restructuring relationships, relationship building, transition into dating, and dating itself, solo in business, and going solo travelers. Be sure to join our private and exclusive fun interactive websites designed for singles today who want to begin to embrace living and enjoying the space they're in. Together we will learn to open our hearts, our minds, we will begin to share and connect with others while exploring our personal life goals as we begin to make a place in our new life. 
We will start to move forward in going solo to actually living our best lives. Going solo doesn't mean you have to be alone. Today, together, let's begin changing your life. Today, join the singles at Going Solo Network and start to live your new life. I'll see you there on goingsolonetwork.com. And we're back. That's literally what we do. We just take a 30-second break and we get to insert some commercials. So I hope you enjoyed that time. Hope you had some self-care. Hope you enjoyed the silence. Uh, I got some water, which is also part of my self-care as well. I'm deciding if I'm deciding if I'm going to eat dinner tonight. Uh, I've been eating a lot lately, and it's part of just uh, my up my ongoing, you know, depression, anxiety. You know, I tend to just eat. <laughs> I I dated someone. Uh, if you know me personally, you know who this is. She was like kind of people knew who she was or whatever. And man, when I tell you this woman drove me up a wall with the, just the anxiety, she's always something drama, 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 her life was drama. And, uh, I was so infatuated with her, man. I just, the things I, I just, ah, so to me, she was so pretty. She was so pretty. And, and it, it didn't, it stopped me from seeing that it wasn't love. And, um, when she would go through these dramatic phases or, you know, anxiety ridden, uh, events, I, I, I'll eat my anxiety all night, all day, whatever. So I remember specifically it was like a really rough night and she was going through something with her family. And I like, it was like the hundredth time that it happened that I just couldn't anymore. So I ordered like when I'm telling you like four, like different Italian subs, like hot Italian subs, like a meatball, chicken parm, veal parm. And I'm, <laughs> I remember just sitting there with like a half of a sub and I'm, I'm like shoving it in my mouth. I'm like, Oh, I wish I could help. You know, I just like just eating my feelings. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna eat dinner tonight. Um, I ate a big lunch this this afternoon. Um, so I'm trying to drink some water, and I don't care about losing weight. It's not what I am. It's just about my body feeling right. You know, my energy levels and my suits fitting the way I want them to fit. I mean, I could always get them taken out. So uh, we were talking about on WGSN tonight. Uh, tonight's a weird show. I'm just like we're just hanging out, right? Um, we're talking about tonight specifically on the barbershop, passion versus purpose, uh, passion versus self-care and what it means to show passion versus self-care. Now, you know, I always like to look things up on the interwebs, right? And I looked this up, but I didn't really find anything that was like Pat because, because passion versus self-care is not really a, a topic that, um, because I just kind of made it up, right? What I did find in looking up some things, and I'll be honest, kind of ticked me off a little bit. Um, they talk about loving your partner more than you love yourself. And that's something that we talked about in the beginning of the episode. Loving your partner more than you love yourself. Here's what ticked me off. I'm gonna, we'll, we'll go through a couple of these things. Here's what ticked me off. The only articles that I found were written to women. It ticks me off for a couple of reasons. Number one, obviously the data points to women putting their partners before themselves, clearly, right? So men, get your stuff together, okay? If this isn't even a I mean, I couldn't even find one article directed at men, okay? We need to do a better job, bros, bros, dudes, okay? We need to do a better job, okay? You need to do a better job, 
and show your partner that you care. And I'm talking to all of manhood, 49 to 51% of the human population, wherever we are at with our 8 billion today. Here's the second thing that pissed me off, ticked me off. Sorry. The second thing that ticked me off is that, um, well, the first thing, I'm trying to think of what the second thing was. Of course, now I'm not going to remember what the second thing was. Um, but the second thing was, oh, the second thing was I couldn't find a single article that advocated for loving your partner more than loving yourself. And I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's that split. I don't know that it's that definitive. I think that you can love your partner more than you love yourself. And I think that in a marriage that lasts a significant period of time, that love can grow to the point where you do put your partner first. I don't know. That's, that's just something that, that thinks that I think about. The third thing that kind of ticks me off is the fact that, that it wasn't directed at, at men at all. There are some men who have that kind of, I don't know, do you want to call it feminine energy if it, if, if that's what it is, but there are some men who, who, who do that. And so this really should be directed at lovers, just not just women. Right. Unfortunately, that's not the way the world is. Right. So a couple of things that these couple of articles and just kind of put them together. Um, looking out for yourself. Don't lose yourself in love. Yes, I understand. That. Speak highly of yourself. Focus on your career. Have girls night out. I would go say have guys night out. Right. So there, there's an interesting thing that happens when women get together. To be honest, I don't know that part of it. But there's definitely an interesting thing that happens when men get together. When men get together, we have a certain sense of. I think I, I think it's hormonal. I think it's chemical. I think it's like this tribal feeling that we have. Um, and you know, look, I, look, whether you're single, married, whatever, you're with a group of guys, you're going to look at girls, women, whatever, you're gonna, or, or whomever, right? You're going to look at whomever you're attracted to, whether you're cisgen, whatever, LGBTQ friendly, you know, you look at whomever you're attracted to. It's going to happen. If you're with your friends, it's going to happen because you feel free to do it. Are you going to act on that? No, that would be stupid and wrong. Right. Unless you have an open marriage and that's cool. Right. It's what we do because we we have this machismo kind of feeling where we want. I mean, we've lost the ability to hunt. Right. You know, it's like I'm going to go inside and get salami from the fridge and a protein shake and I'm going to cook myself some eggs from the fridge. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not hunting for my food. Right. So that kind of game, that kind of feeling you get when when you want something and you can have it and it's nice. I mean, even if you're not acting on it, it's cool to see somebody looking at you from across the room and you go, oh, there's that feeling. There's that like I'm there's a trait. There's a tribal masculine or feminine, you know, whatever trait that I have that I'm attracting someone. You know, it's it's you know, it's a good feeling. So that happens with men. I don't know. I don't. And anybody, any dude, look. If you're a female watching this show and you're and you're in a cis relationship and your guy says that doesn't happen, they're lying to you. I'm going to I'm just going to blow up their spot, okay? But there's nothing wrong with it cuz they're not acting on it. 99 times out of 100, you're not you won't even talk to that person, okay? On the 100th time, okay, let's figure out if the if the if the talk was flirty, if it was, if it wasn't. I had a conversation a couple weeks ago at the bar with somebody who was when I tell you, gorgeous, okay? And I'm telling you from head to toe, dressed in leopard, she was hot, okay? Did I want to talk to this person romantically and flirt? Yeah, sure did. But she had a very interesting profession. 
she was a dietitian and she was plus sized. And I thought that was very interesting. Not a dietitian. I'm so sorry. A nutritionist. Please forgive me. She was a nutritionist. I just old habits. And she was plus sized. And I thought that was very interesting. And we had a conversation. And I told her, you know, what, what I do. And it was very cool. Not a single romantic conversation happened. I don't even think, I think at one point I put my hand like on her forearm because she kind of was inviting that and she, she didn't move it. She kind of put her hand on mine and that was cool. Done. That was it. Okay. And I mean, that was it. So it happens, you know, it totally happens. So it's important to have these kind of self-care moments with, you know, with your men and, and with your girls. Okay. So let's first define what passion is in, in the true sense of the word. I think passion for your partner is the, you know, there's, there's somebody that I, I, I spoke to, you know, I'm not really, I don't know where I'm at right now in my life. Uh, love-wise, I think that learning about this person a couple of weeks ago um, and, and her health struggles have really just kind of messed my brain and my heart up. Um, and, you know, it, it got me thinking maybe I'm not ready right now for, you know, right away, you know, for, for someone. Um, I need to still, you know, if that could have such an impact on me, maybe I need to just, you know, maybe I need to calm down. Um, but, you know, I had talked to somebody recently before that, uh, had happened and we were just kind of talking about passion and, and, and I've disclosed this on, on, on other shows as well. And specifically with the plus size dating apps, a lot of women say, you know, I want my partner to be affectionate with me. I want them to be physical with me because again, I don't, my theory is that not a lot of men are with plus size women. Never my problem. Um, never going to be my problem. Okay. I am a physical touch guy. I, love the body of my partner. If I do not, there's a problem. Uh, and so, you know, when, when we were talking about passion, me and this person, she said, I want my lover to, to love on me all day, to just always want me always, you know, whatever. And I was like, well, shoot, I could do that. Okay. Check, you know, I got it. Um, to me, that passion also moves into the emotional care as well as, I don't know, you know, making sure the needs of your partner are met, okay? Now, what is self-care? Self-care is taking the time that you need. It's the things that I listed earlier, right? The meditation, the reading, the journaling, the writing, the, you know, the, the stuff for you, drinking drinking water, eating. For me, self-care is definitely eating healthy. Uh, why? I have an eating disorder. I'm pretty upfront about it. Uh, when I'm binging, I'm binging bad. I'm binging carbs. I'm binging sugar that that those in and of the in and of themselves are not bad my body has a reaction to those things no good okay so for me even though it sucks self-care for me is having a chicken salad for lunch or dinner is having a nice omelet you know for breakfast maybe skipping lunch because it was such a heavy meal and having a nice spinach you know green salad or something like that Unfortunately, that is what self-care looks like for me because if I, if I don't engage that way, or of course I have my protein shakes, right? If I don't engage in, in self-care that way, I will, I will fall down. Even tonight, I'm like having a rough night. I want to go to bed early because I will engage in binging activity that will not stop until midnight. And I mean, is it fun? I mean, okay, but it's not, it's not self-care. So to me, that's what self-care is, right? Taking care of yourself in, in whatever way that is. Does self-care have to happen alone? It typically does. Self-care typically happens alone. Does it have to? I don't know. Um, 
I don't. I'm not. I'm not good at self care. Let's be honest, let's be clear. I'm just getting into it over the past couple of years. Can you engage in self care with a partner? Uh, I had a partner who I was very very into. Uh, you've heard me speak about my my special human. Uh, she was my special person for a very long time, and we did a one of my favorite nights with her. Oh my god, money was tight because I was moving to Vegas and. I mean, was money really tight? No, I mean, I had the money in the bank, but I was saving it. Thank God I saved it because I spent a lot of it to get here and, you know, with COVID and everything and buying the, com- buying the company that I bought. She wanted a spa night. And normally this isn't like me. I would normally just say, okay, let's go to the spa. I said, you know what? I got us a hotel room because we were, we were meeting up in Vegas for the weekend. And uh, I got a bunch of like home self-care spa stuff. I went to the Italian deli nearby. I bought a whole bunch of food some beer we went out to dinner we did the spa treatment the facials you know i loved on her like you i mean lotion and everything just made sure she was feeling great and we just had a great night i'm not gonna get into the rest of the details because that's ours to to get into right so can you self-care with a partner yeah i guess you can when do they conflict i'll give you a couple of examples on when they conflict uh i had a partner uh not even gonna say partner uh, Jerry, uh, strike that from the from the uh, strike that from the. What do you strike it from? The record. Uh, I had somebody who I was talking to. Do I hate somebody had just put in one of my Facebook groups? Uh, so when you're talking to somebody and like blah blah blah, what do you do? And I'm like, oh my god, do I hate that phrase talking to somebody? Like I just want to go back to the '60s where I'm in a convertible and I go to the sock hop. And I got my leather jacket on and I see this cute woman and she's looks like somebody I want to be interested in. And I know that she's in student government. So I know that she's passionate about like cool things like me. And she knows that I'm on the football team and she knows that I'm in the writing club. So she knows who I am at, who I am. And like, we just like, I just give her my pin. Like I just want to give her my pin and just be done with it. You know, now it's like all these different phases. Are you talking? Are you, but who, who else are you talking to? What kind of talking are you doing? Are we dating? What is dating? Like, shut up. Like, can we just like, I just want to delete every app on my phone. I want to go. I want to, I literally just want to walk around Las Vegas with my, my stats on me. Like, this is who I am. Non-smoker, uh, drink sometimes socially and just like wait for somebody to bump into me and ask them on a date. But anyway, so I was talking to this person and if you know my history, you know that, you know, for me, uh, I get triggered when I'm talked about online and somebody had talked about me online and they overheard it. This person overheard it. This person I was talking to. And we, we weren't, we, we were going to get together and, but I think we were still getting to know each other. And, you know, I think it was still a little shaky and um, she, somebody, had, somebody had talked about me and, and she said, you know, somebody's talking about you. And I, I was in the chat room and, blah, 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 and I, just it shook me, and I said, "You know what? I got. I'm just going to end." And I, ju- what I did was, I just, I completely stopped, and I said, "Look, I'm not going to visit you. I'm not going to meet you." I was ready to continue the conversation, say we'll meet another time, but she kind of got a little ticked off or whatever. And you know, I, I said, "I'm just going to remove myself from dating for a while because I need to 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 be a better version of me, where I can handle that trigger." And it's going to be okay. And now their contention was, well, I'm ready. I'm here with you to handle that trigger. And I'm on your team and blah, 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 blah. To which I replied, 
I don't want you to be on my team. I don't want a team. Like I don't, don't I don't want to feel like this, you know? Um, because these people talk about me on the internet, right? And so she couldn't fully understand what I was saying. And so to me, that's a perfect example of passion versus self-care. She basically called me some, she called me some nasty things. And her, her, I think her contention was like, you're not in like, and we certainly weren't in love. You're not in like with me, right? Because let's use the word like, you're not in like with me enough. You don't like me enough to, to put, to put me first where, where you're going to come see me. To which I replied, you don't fully understand where these folks can take this. Like my, I was suicidal the last time that happened, right? Like my, all of my relationships, friends, family, work, everything were in jeopardy because they did not stop contacting people, right? So to me, that's an example of self-care versus passion, right? Did the, you know, did the passion have to be subsided because of the self-care? Yeah, I needed to take a break and I needed to self, I needed to care for myself. I've had other situations. Uh, good example. When I was, when I was moving out to Vegas, I was, I was still seeing this very special person in my life and we were just kind of figuring things out. You know, there was a lot of toxicity in there. I think there was some abuse as well, but whatever, it's water under the bridge that I'm drinking from a cup. And, uh, we were trying to figure things out and you know, they, they wanted to be a part of the move. They wanted to be a part of my life as I moved out to Vegas. And I didn't want that to happen. Why didn't I want that to happen? Well, my move to Vegas was very, it was, it was a traumatic, traumatic. It was a significant event in my life. I was leaving behind a lot of things. I was starting fresh on a lot of things. I, I changed a lot about my life. It was something that I specifically wanted to do for myself. I wasn't sure where this relationship was going because of what had happened, the events that had taken place. And I wanted to make sure that the move that I was making, when I looked back on it, it was my move, not me and this person, because I wasn't unfortunately sure if this person was going to stay in my life forever. Now, if this person stayed in my life forever, I still wanted this to be a move that I made so that I was strong. I was the man who made the move so that I could be who I wanted to be for them. Unfortunately, they didn't understand that. It became a conflict. So situation where self-care became, you know, a little bit more important than the passion that you might have for that person. Now, the both of these instances, now, mind you, I haven't been in a relationship longer than two years since my marriage. And before, and other than my marriage, that was really it. I mean, the person that I dated before my marriage, wonderful person. I think we dated a little bit over three years, but on and off kind of thing, you know. So I haven't had a long relationship where you start to build that deep trust. I do believe that when that trust is built and the love is there and you've been together for quite some time, I do believe that there are certain instances and maybe permanently where the passion for your lover and the love for your partner need to be put before your own. Does that happen frequently? No, because we don't get to a point where we actually give a crap anymore. We just leave each other for the next person on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or Tinder or Snapfish or whatever the frick the next stupid app is, right? We don't really give ourselves that chance, right? Now, we're not even talking about families and children, right? Obviously, unconditional love for your children takes precedent, and then that 
complex that makes the, the relationship more complex as well. But you know, I do think that there are certain instances instant instances in which, yeah, you know, you might want to put your lover, your lover's interest before yours. When? I'm not talking about putting yourself at risk for anything, right? Let's say I can't even think. Okay. Um, great example. I love sushi. I love, when I say I love, I don't mean I like sushi a lot. Like I like it, like I like other foods. If sushi could talk to me, I would bring it home to my mom and say, we're getting married. That is how much I love sushi. If my partner didn't love sushi, first of all, I question their sanity, but okay, let's, let's get that past that point. Maybe they're allergic to fish. There is a point in which I'm not going to ask them to come out and get sushi with me. Why? Because they don't like it. Where can I get sushi? With the guys? For lunch? In any other capacity other than with my partner, right? So, I mean, it's totally fine, right? Let's say there's something in bed that my partner really likes to do. And I am not a huge fan of it. Do I do it for my partner? I will say this as a man. We are much more, uh, what's the word? Uh, Privied to doing something for our partner in bed versus the other way around. Why? Well, there's, you know, there's just, there's a lot of power leverage things that have been gone on for centuries. So I think women owe it to themselves to maybe just say no, that's fine. Men also can say no, but we don't because mm, it's like not manly or whatever. And we're not seen as the perfect partner. As long as it didn't go against like my core beliefs, like if my partner wanted me to like, mm, you know, I, like not even going to get into the words, but like something that you do in the bathroom. No, I don't care. Love you. Don't love you that much. Not going to happen. Okay. If, they want me to be a little less dominant. They want to try being the dominant person in for the evening. It's not something I've ever done. Let's figure it out. Now, if that's like night three, probably not going to happen. We're just not a good match, right? If it's night 3000 and we are in love and we, and I, and I trust this person implicitly. Sure. Why not? Uh, if there's something messy that they want to do with food or something like that, that's typically not something I like to do. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, these are things that I that I think you want to do for your partner, right? Now, do I expect my my female partner to do that for me? Uh, no, I don't. I don't expect it. And I think there's a different – I think there's just a different mindset and a different implication when they do something that they don't necessarily want to do. Um, is that a double standard? I mean, I guess it kind of could be. We should do a whole show on double standards one day because I've got some that, that could definitely uh, – we could talk about. But, you know, as a partner, I don't mind doing that. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, if my partner feels uncomfortable doing something like that, then maybe it's just not something that we do, right? But, you know, I think the reality is when you have a partner that you truly care about and you want to see them happy and it doesn't go against your core beliefs and you've invested the time and energy in that person, I don't see it as a bad thing to potentially give that partner something that they that they might want when it goes against your self-care. Now, if it goes against your self-care every single day or, you know, multiple times a week, well, now we have a problem because now you're dating somebody who's selfish, right? And and they don't care about your, you know, they don't care about your your time alone. But if if there's something in, that your partner needs from you and you have something planned, like a self-care day or whatever, 
you know, I don't know if it's that terrible of a thing to say, I love my partner enough to give up my self-care for today and do this, whatever it is for my partner. Now, I do believe that these articles come from a good place and I'm sure that they've got data behind, data behind them. Yes, more often than not, especially in the beginning of a relationship, you should definitely engage in more self-care and love yourself more than you love your partner. I think there, come, there, there becomes a threshold at like 10, 15 years or so where it's okay to put your partner first in certain instances. Now, it begs the question, do I love my partner more than I love myself? It's not a question I can answer. Um, I think in some cases you do. You, you can, unless they're hurting you, right? Do I love my partner enough to watch them cheat on me because it makes them happy? Uh, no. Do I love them enough to let them hit me? No. But, you know, do I love them enough? Like if they like to go bowling on Thursdays and I like date night on Thursdays? Yeah, bro. Like go bowling. Go do your thing. See you on Friday, kiddo. See you in the morning. I'll make your coffee because I know you're going to be tired because you're just bold. Right? To me, that's cool. You know? And I'm a dominant guy, the dominant personality. But that's a level of care and nurturing that I'm cool with giving to my partner. 100%. You know? Um, so what do we learn tonight? Like we learn every night, right? It's like, yeah, the answer depends. I think in the beginning of a relationship, putting yourself first is important. Setting your boundaries is important. We didn't even talk about boundaries. But, you know, when you when you implicitly trust your partner, give it a few years, right? You've gone through some stuff. You know, you know that you've got a partner here. You know you've got somebody in the bunker with you. And you're not going to be hurt or taken advantage of. That's important, right? When you know those things, when you know that you've got a partner who's like in it for you, who would do the same for you, to me, I don't think it's that that big of a deal to show a little passion versus your own self-care. When time allows, when it's necessary. Is that something you want to do all the time? That's something you and your partner have to figure out, right? If it becomes a pattern, now we've got maybe a narcissist. Or we've got somebody on our hands that just doesn't think about the other person in the relationship. So hope we learned something tonight. I think I learned some stuff. I certainly learned that I love water. I need to get some more. Uh, I'm starving after talking about sushi. I'm, I might go out and just self-care myself into some sushi, but we'll see what happens. I'm your host of The Barbershop. My name is Dr. Christopher Salute. You are watching WGSN-DB, Going Solo Network Radio. I just want to say one more time a couple of things. If you are at all interested in advertising with WGSN-DB and the barbershop, hit me up. We love to hear from you, and it's great exposure. And number two, um, I just, I'm just i going to close out the next couple of shows until further notice. Please uh, just say a couple of extra prayers for this person in my life. Um, no, no longer in my life, but, but was once in my life, and uh, she could she could use your support. <clears throat> for sure. <clears throat> uh, this is WGSNDB Going Solo Network Radio. I'm your host of The Barbershop, Dr. Christopher Salute. And thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, it's been a really great night. That's it. Cut. You're listening to WGSNDB Going Solo Network, Singles Talk Radio Channel, where we take a lighthearted and candid approach to discussions on the journey of relationship loss, divorce, parenting, being single, relationships building, dating, and yes, sex. Join our listeners and begin living your best life.